Investment advisory services offered through Sound Income Strategies, LLC, an SEC-registered investment advisory firm. Johnson Wealth and Income Management and Sound Income Strategies, LLC are not associated entities. Johnson Wealth and Income Management is a franchise of Retirement Income Source, LLC. Retirement Income Source, LLC and Sound Income Strategies, LLC are associated entities. a retirement plan allows millions of people to lose 30 to 50 percent of their life savings just as they near retirement. It's a society based on freedom and choice and personal responsibility. There are no guarantees. It's important that people deal with someone to make sure to provide lifetime income. Lifetime income. And now to our story. Welcome to the Capitalized Life and Retirement Program with Matthew Johnson and brought to you by Johnson Wealth and Income Management. Are you living the life you want? Are you prepared for retirement as you believe you should be? What are your goals for retirement and how are you going to reach them? In the next 30 minutes of today's program, let's explore the principles necessary to live the capitalized life and the retirement of your dreams. Now, here's this week's Capitalized Life and Retirement program with your host, Matthew Johnson. And welcome to this episode of the Capitalized Life and Retirement Show. I'm your host, Matthew Johnson, president and owner of Johnson Wealth and Income Management, a retirement income source. Located in Clear Lake and Humboldt, Iowa, serving our clients in northern Iowa and southern Minnesota. Well, how are you today? I hope you're doing well, taking a little bit of time to yourself, and I am super, super thankful to have you here today. You know, as Americans, we all have to be kind of scratching our head and asking, what's next? You know, what's on the horizon for us from an economic standpoint, from the market standpoint? It's been up, down, and sideways, hasn't it? When we think about when all of this started back in February of 2022, and then we think through 2023, we'll just say October 31st of 2023, man, what a dumpster fire. What a roller coaster ride. Emotionally, mathematically, it's been all over the map. And many of you have been asking me that question. I get that question face-to-face in my meetings. I get that question from you, my listeners, because you've been going to my website, johnsonwim.com, and posting that question a lot to me. You're looking to know what's going to be happening next. And the reality is that September was a really rough month, but October was even worse. And when we look back and we kind of reflect on October, October, I think, was rough in many different respects because this is like peeling an onion. When we think about some of the big headlines that we saw in October, we had, number one, the strike on Israel from Hamas. So all of a sudden, we start getting flashbacks to, here we go again, this is another invasion. This, you know, potentially is going to be a war that breaks out. It's going to be systemic. We're going to get involved again. And for good reason, there was much of that contemplated by our own government. Then we had Congress. Good old Congress, Congress that can't agree to anything. And finally, Congress is threatening another shutdown. So we had that stacked on top of Israel and what was going on as a conflict there. And then to add insult upon injury, we're looking at the data, we're looking at the numbers for the U.S. economy. And so many individuals were thinking, 
October or potentially November was going to be another month that the feds were going to have to raise interest rates. And so you had just one stress stacked upon another stress stacked upon another stress. Well, I think that there's a couple of things that we should take away from this. And the first is, if we haven't figured it out, we should understand that the stock market is a very emotional place. It is the furthest thing from a logical place. It's a very emotional place. And as a result, when you have bad headline upon another bad headline upon another bad headline, all of a sudden, you can see very negative responses in very short order take place in the stock market. But all of a sudden, the feds get together in November, and what happens? Nothing. The Federal Reserve decides to stand pat. They decide to not raise interest rates. All of a sudden, the new Speaker of the House, Mr. Johnson, he somehow gets agreement between the Congress and the members of Congress to go ahead and postpone any argument about shutting the government down until after the holidays. And so that stress is gone. And then all of a sudden, even though we know that the conflict in Israel is still ongoing, it seems as though it's almost gone away. It's not in our face all of the time. And so all of a sudden, November turns around and November becomes an excellent month for the stock market. In the first three weeks of November leading up to Thanksgiving, the stock market is up nine and a half, nearly 10%. What a recovery. What a massive turnaround. So what do we expect happening for the rest of the year? And what do we expect going into 2024? Well, first and foremost, I think right now we're kind of riding on this emotional high and we have to be very careful and we have to be very diligent, as always, not to make any preconceived notions that it's now completely and totally over and done with. And why is that? Because the Federal Reserve is still front and center. And right now, the Federal Reserve, I think that their number one goal is to keep a psychological lid on you, a psychological lid on me, a psychological lid on corporations in this country. They want to make certain through their language and what they're relaying to us every time they have a meeting that they're not going to be afraid of pulling the trigger and raising interest rates. But I think by and large, the general consensus now is that they're bluffing. The general consensus is that they really are done raising interest rates and they're going to just sit on the sidelines and they're going to make certain that nothing massive, something out of the ordinary going in the wrong direction, takes place. So I think for the most part, most investors are thinking that as far as the Federal Reserve raising interest rates, it's probably not going to happen by the end of the year. That's great news for us as investors. This means that the market finally gets to be able to come out from underneath the rocks. And now all of a sudden, we begin to realize that there is some potential recovery. That's going to be taking place. The feds aren't going to be hanging, you know, another couple of weights on our bar, pushing us down. Now, with that being said, we also know that once the holidays are over and done with, that government 
is going to get back together again. Congress is going to start debating another budget increase, another budget increase to the debt ceiling. And it's going to potentially lead to another government shutdown. Potentially. I hope it doesn't. But we all know that that possibility is very, very real. So even though we're kind of running on this exuberance right now within the market, because for the most part, the bad stuff, the scary stuff has been put away in the closet, we must always stay extremely vigilant. So if you're thinking, you know, that really does make sense, or if you have questions about today's discussion, I'm going to encourage you to reach out to me. Call our office at 866-290-3837. My staff will put together some educational materials that I know will be of value to you and we'll email them to you or we'll mail them if you prefer. If you have questions, we will do our best to answer them for you. Take the first step. Reach out at 866-290-3837. Again, that's 866-290-3837. Now, I want you to just think about what's happened over the course of the last, say, 22, 23 months. I want it to be a reminder. It should be a reminder to me. It should be a reminder to you that we never do know what's going to happen to the market. We don't know if it's going to go up. We don't know if it's going to go down. We don't know what's going to cause it to go up. We don't know what's going to cause it to go down. And that's the reason why it's so important to go back to a primary principle of investing. If you're within five years of retirement, you need to be changing your mindset on how you invest your money, not just doing it in such a way where you're throwing stuff on the wall, hoping that it sticks, kind of haphazardly taking risks, not really much of a game plan, not much of a strategy, but you're just kind of you know, throwing money into the 401k, throwing money into the 403b, hoping, crossing your fingers and toes, just praying that it all works out. This is where you have to stop those games. This is where we have to become intentional. We want to become purposeful with our money. And why is that? Because when we think about our retirement, we have to be thinking about our objectives. We need to be thinking about why we've set this money aside and what we're going to be doing with it, what its job is going to be once we retire. You see, our job up until retirement has been to save, to accumulate, to grow, to appreciate. But once we get to retirement, now your money that you've worked so hard to save needs to return the favor. And we're always, mark my word, always going to have something in the news, something in the economy, something in the market that's going to trigger ups and downs. And that may be something that's objectionable to you. And this is the reason why we have to think about risk. If we've really identified that the objective of us saving all of this money was income, that's great. But now we have to think about what can jeopardize that income to us. And this is big. This is huge. This is life-changing for a person that calls this one wrong. Because you see, most individuals have spent maybe 20, 25, 30, 35, 40, maybe even some of you 50 years of your life saving 
investing, taking on risks, and you've been focusing primarily on growth-based things, growth-based stocks, growth-based index funds, growth-based ETFs, growth-based mutual funds. And although there is nothing wrong with those things, if our objective is accumulation, those things definitely have some downside to them when we now come to the distribution stage. What is the downside? Well, the downside, the primary downside, is that they're not going to be able to produce the kind of income that you deserve. What do I mean by that? Well, let's work through some simple math. My firm belief has always been this, that every single person deserves to have at least 5% net of fees in dividends being produced from their portfolios. I want you to think about that. 5%. So for every $100,000 that you have, you should be able to produce net of fees, $5,000 a year in interest and dividends. What you do with the interest and dividends is completely and totally up to you. But you see, the downside is that many times when we look at growth-based portfolios, the portfolios that are designed for accumulation, they may be good at accumulation, they may be good at growth long-term, but they're not going to be producing 5% in distributions. Now, if you're scratching your head and wondering, well, why is that? And how is it that my friends have retired? Sit tight, because when we come back to part two, we're going to be discussing why that is and why so many people are fooled into thinking that they're doing better than what they really are. This is the Capitalized Life and Retirement Program with Matthew Johnson. Have you missed any of today's program? No problem. You can hear all of our shows online anytime, 24-7 at johnsonwim.com. That's johnsonwim.com. Important financial question. Are you feeling confident that you have enough money saved to enjoy a stress-free retirement? Honestly, I'm not sure. That's where Retirement Income Source's investment advisory arm comes in. We exist to help you invest your money smartly. I'm struggling to accept my retirement without a steady paycheck. So can you help me invest into a profitable revenue plan? Absolutely. We have a fiduciary obligation to you, helping you generate retirement income. A properly managed, income-oriented portfolio can successfully seek to deliver both short-term and long-term return outperformance to help solve most challenges investors face when investing for a more successful, sustainable retirement. Call Johnson Wealth and Income Management at 866-290-3837. That's 866 866- 290-3837. And for more information, visit us online at johnsonwim.com. The Retirement Income Source. Assets make things possible. Income makes things happen. Time now for more of the Capitalized Life and Retirement Program with Matthew Johnson. And welcome back to the second half of the Capitalized Life and Retirement Show. I'm your host, Matthew Johnson, president and owner of Johnson Wealth and Income Management, a retirement income source located in Clear Lake in Humboldt, Iowa, serving clients in northern Iowa and southern Minnesota. Well, if you're just joining us, welcome to the program. Today, we've been discussing what's on the horizon for the rest of 2023. And 
maybe even getting a little bit into 2022. We know that September was rough. October was even worse. And that was primarily identified because we had the conflict in Israel. We had Congress threatening a shutdown. We had the feds threatening to raise interest rates in November. But those things seem to have like gone away now. We know that Congress is postponing the argument until after the holidays. We know that Israel, the conflict is still going on, but it doesn't seem to be in our face, creating stress every day for Americans. And so we're kind of responding in a better way because it's not there facing us every day. And then all of a sudden we've got the Federal Reserve that decided not to raise interest rates in November. So, you know, when we ended the first half of the program, we talked about this transition that we make from the accumulation stage to the distribution stage. And we have to have expectations for our money. And what I teach clients is that they need to be expectant that they can produce somewhere in the vicinity of 5% net of fees. Now, you've worked hard for this money, and when you get to retirement, you know that this money needs to work hard for you so you can fulfill your objective of income. But what is a major downside to investing in these same types of instruments once we get to the distribution stage? In the end of the first half, we discussed that they are not very productive in the way of dividends. They're not very productive in the way of interest. They're not very productive in getting you to your goal of 5% in interest and dividends. And as a result, what happens is people are fooled into thinking that they have real income when they hit to retire, when they get to retirement, because they pick up the phone, they call Fidelity or they call Vanguard or they call their advisor and they say, Hey, I need $25,000 of income every year now that I'm retired. And guess what? It happens. It shows up in their bank account every single month, and they're happy. They're pleased. Little do they know, however, that it's not interest. It's not dividends. You see, when we're investing in the same things in retirement that we were investing in prior to retirement, Now, all of a sudden, we run a real risk, a real risk, not just the risk of the stock market going down. We're going to cover that in a moment, but we run the risk of cannibalizing our own principle. You see, if you need 5% off from your portfolio every year for income so you can take trips and do things, you can spend time with family, you can have the experiences and the adventures that you deserve as a retired person. If you're not producing real income from those holdings, then you're forcing your principal to be used. You see, if you're only producing 2% of dividends, but you're taking five, where is the other 3% coming from? It has no other choice. It has to come from your principal. And you see, most advisors, they're going to contend with this the way that they've been taught to contend with it. Most advisors are going to teach you, it's not a big deal. We'll just sell some shares because we're selling appreciation. We're selling growth. In other words, you bought this asset at $10 a share, and now this asset is worth 12. We can go ahead and we can sell $2 worth, and you'll still have your principal. But you and I both know, we're not dummies. We both know 
that the market doesn't always grow. And here's my question for you. And this is a most serious question. What are you going to do in the years in which you don't get the growth? What are you going to do? I want you to think about it. I want you to verbalize it. Are you just going to put your life on hold? Are you going to postpone those trips that you've been planning, that you've been looking forward to? What are you going to do? For those of you that are do-it-yourselfers, most of you are the men, and you've been doing your own investing, and you've been doing it successfully for years. But now that you have embarked upon the distribution stage of your life, and the math changes when you start the distribution stage, gentlemen, what are you going to tell your wife? When there isn't any growth, there isn't any appreciation to draw from in order to take those trips, in order to be able to renovate the kitchen the way she wants. Have you thought about it? Now, if you've been listening to this radio show for some time and you've got a burning question, I encourage you, go to our website, johnsonwim.com as in wealthincomemanagement.com where you will be able to email us whatever questions that you have. I try to from time to time pick out a question and throw it into a radio show if I think that it fits with the discussion and the topic of the day. But certainly if you send us a question and it's something that I know that I can explicitly answer for you and I can help give you a little bit of guidance I'm willing to do that. So go ahead, go to our website, johnsonwim.com, and you'll be able to see previous radio shows. You'll be able to see TV interviews as well as our weekly YouTube videos that I record each week. And you'll be able to reach out to us personally. We've gone through the last two years as firm reminders that there is periods of time in which we don't get growth. All we get is volatility. The market's been stinking it up for a long time, and it's amazing, and it's wonderful, and it's fun to be able to see that once bad news stops, the market recovers, and we can all take a big breath. But does that mean that the market's not going to ever, ever again experience volatility? And we all know that the answer to that is no. It is going to experience volatility. And so you see, Back to this implication, if you're not producing the 5% in interest and dividends, real income, and you're having to steal it from your principal, if you lived in a vacuum and the share price of the instruments that you own, those growth-based mutual funds or the index funds that you invest in, if we lived in a vacuum and the share price never changed, it never moved, it never deviated from where it's at today, you would have a good mathematical basis to know exactly how much you could take and how long your money's going to last, but you don't live in a vacuum. And so the number one thing that can sabotage your objective of income is indeed risk. And you see, if you're anything like me, if you're anything like the thousands of people that I've met with over the last two and a half decades as a fiduciary, as an advisor. We have lived our working career, our investing career, in such a way where the more risk we took, generally speaking, the more reward we got. Some of us have grown addicted to taking on the risk. 
But when you get to retirement, when you get to the distribution stage of your life, do you still want to continue taking those same risks? Because now you're not going to have the security of the paycheck. Now you're not going to have the ability of saying, well, we'll just take that out of personal savings. Now you're going to be on a fixed income. Now you're going to have Social Security. Maybe you might be lucky enough to have a pension. But what if you want to do more? What if you want to go down south and you want to find some pad that you can purchase to park your fifth wheel on that's lakefront? You know it's going to cost you maybe 100000 maybe one hundred fifty, or $200,000. You know that. Are you going to feel good about taking that from your retirement savings when the market's down? And if the answer is no, then let me ask you, how long are you going to have to wait until you do feel good? And the honest answer is, you don't know. So you see, we can look at what's on the horizon. We can look at where we've been and we can use it as an indicator, as a, as a teaching tool to help us be reminded that the market is a very fickle thing. It's a very emotional place. It's not logical in any way, shape or form. Today, we have algorithms and computers that are doing the trading. We have software out there that is trading based upon headlines. And when it quantifies that there's something that looks to be scary, all of a sudden it can trigger sells, liquidations. And by the time that those nanoseconds are over and things have taken place, the market's down. And by the time you get the news, you've already taken the hit. Do you see now why it is very important to be solidly focused on your objective and then to figure out that if risk is the thing that can jeopardize my objective of income, you actually have an opportunity while the market is now up to take those winnings off the table, to be able to begin making those incremental adjustments so that you don't have to continue living through this again and again and again in retirement, in the distribution stage of your life. Remember what I said earlier to the do-it-yourselfers. You know, your math changes when you start the descent from the top of the mountain down. It's riskier. It's more dangerous. You're doing dollar-cost averaging, but except this time you're doing reverse dollar-cost averaging, if you're selling shares to get income. So don't be fooled. Don't be fooled. Don't buy that that joke of an argument that you're just selling capital appreciation because someday that capital appreciation is going to be down. It's going to be down. It's going to be capital depreciation. Your luck is going to have run out. And now you're in a position where you are having to sell shares at a loss. So you see, we want to be thinking about everything that we've lived through. In really the last two years, and questioning whether or not we want to continue to repeat that same path, that same strategy going forward, or if rather today is the day to take advantage of the euphoria that is taking place within the market and to say, you know what? I'm done playing chicken. I'm done playing chicken and playing this Russian roulette game with my 
life savings. I want to take these winnings off the table and I want my money working for me, producing for me my objective of income. My 5% year after year. How you do that? Well, the world is your oyster. There's so many different variety of tools to have in your toolbox that can produce that kind of income. But that decision begins with you. So hopefully today this has helped you really identify and maybe has challenged you to now take some steps to do two things. Number one, reduce your risk. And number two, put yourself in control of your own destiny with income. Understanding that the more income you have and the more stable and contractual that income is, the more fun you get to have in retirement. Here's my offer to you. I will be willing to take a few minutes out of my day to have a discussion with you about how fixed income may indeed help you on your road to success in retirement. Just give my office a call. The telephone number is toll-free, 866-290-3837. Well, I'm Matthew Johnson. Thank you so much for listening today. And remember, it's up to you to make today a great day. That's all the time we have for today. To schedule 15 minutes with Matthew off the air, call 866-290-3837. That's 866-290-3837. And for more information, visit us online at johnsonwim.com. That's johnsonwim.com. We will be back again next week at this same time for another Capitalized Life and Retirement Program with Matthew Johnson.